OTB Sports Rugby. Don't just take it easy, keep the emotion in check. That's not what sport is about. It's about emotion. It's about singing your national anthem with pride. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Dad Pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. have a name. Podcast. Oh, midlife Crisis. Howdy Daddy. Mm. Midlife Crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. Dadcast with Nivea Men. Try Ireland's number one skincare brand. All right. We're back for episode two. It's. Uh, says here this is the content I came here for says Gavin Whitehouse on our YouTube channel last week uh, good man Gavin I'm surprised that we made it to an episode 2 but we did I need to start getting some of that Nivea stuff mmm you start uh, forehead's a bit dry I find oh yeah just use my wife it's the only way isn't it she's oh, not yeah. happy about it cost a bloody fortune she knows when you've been at it as well it's like gone from this lovely smooth <laughs> yeah, thing yeah, to like yeah. a big finger and she's like, like. like a tiny little bit you know and it's like <laughs> that's all you need I'm like rah, rah, once every three weeks ah why haven't I seen an improvement here <laughs> why am oh. I getting so old I don't be harsh yourself Nathan you're looking very youthful well you don't I, uh, the <laughs> thing about the um, Dadcast YouTube channel is that the last episode or one of the very early episodes of Dadcast comes up and it's fair to say oh really you in particular oh why can't we you delete that stuff? I was just about to comment <laughs> actually because stuff. there's a photograph came up recently of uh, I think the four of us are on it we're on top of Crow Park uh, holding Lam- Lee McGuire Lee McGuire <laughs> Sam McGuire and Lee McGuire. that's what they know about it done in my Sam McGuire what? Uh, we're on uh, top of Crow Park for some photo shoot right. and I was looking and going Geez, Adrian Barry's the only one of us who hasn't aged considerably well, not according to Jared, oh, Jared. Yeah. I think that there's one shots fired three years ago where you know the, the, the second and third kids in particular they're the ones that are going to oh, yeah. tip you over it does feel as if you're just uh, in a maelstrom of madness obviously having the youngest kid amongst the group um, Dave McIntyre is with us as well. Dave, how are you? Hi, lads. Feel a little bit left out, given that you're all back in the studio, all cosy together again. Um, are you a bit stressed after the school run? We we made you run no. very quickly after the school run. No, back to us. no school, no school run today. No, we are. I was driving for the last couple of hours before we we started to record. We were down in Centre Parks for a few days. Oh, and we had we had a great time. Amazing time. Sorry, Anyone scrap my free Nivea intro. <laughs> Centre Parks is what we're looking for. We'll take it, but every, anything that's gone. That's incredible. It's, uh, just, it's just brilliant fun. Ollie Fogarty, 8282 on YouTube last week, says, lads need to do a diecast roadshow. And also then he says, Dave McIntyre, I got my snip the weekend of the Masters in Augusta, a whole weekend watching golf. Oh, nice. Yeah, well-timed, well-planned. Good thinking. Mm. Uh, we could do a roadshow in Centre Parks mm. where we just shut the door only dad's allowed oh I was going to say yeah. so you wouldn't be bringing hours. the family with you no the family can also be in centre parks somewhere else like two or three hours of a Friday evening oh, yeah. two specifically for Adrian Barry one is put your finger down Adrian says uh, Sean XOC 2080 that was from last week I did chat to the GP about that since uh, we were chatting and it's no longer a finger it's a blood test blood test yeah is what another yeah. of our commenters said yeah I had a blood test done for some other stuff and then they were like Oh, if you just mentioned that to us the last time, we, now, now you got to get another blood test. But uh, look at it, it's not a finger, so... Uh, and is the snoring still an issue? That's just a... <laughs> Who's that for? Just a general one there. A general comment. In the general vicinity of Adrian Barry. I wouldn't know. How was Centre Parks, Dave? This is the most common question we're going to get in now with, of the people who, like I was last year, going, God, it's so bloody expensive. But everyone says it's so bloody good. Hmm. 
Oh, yeah, look, it is expensive, but it's like it's full value for we we were there three nights and the, the kids absolutely love it. I mean, literally, my eight year old was in tears leaving <laughs> because and I, I, I keep saying to him, "Well, that's the evidence of a really good break that you're." Yeah, desperately sad that you're going home <laughs> because if you were happy to be going home well then maybe the holiday wasn't so good but uh, the pool area is just off the charts we'd only been there once before but there were still a lot of COVID restrictions in place so I think we were there for four or five days you could only get there for two two hour sessions over the five days whereas this it's now it's just unlimited you can spend as much time as you want there we did myself and, and um, my eight year old and his cousins did the treetop zip line which is terrifying absolutely terrifying but we got through it um the good thing about it is that once you're hooked up to that zip line there ain't no coming down until you've completed the course there's no way off so um that was amazing to do and we did some laser tag as well which is just the kids love it because they're kids and the adults love it because they get to be big kids and you're running around it's like outdoor quasar from back in the day just great fun um you are on the zip line with them um, well, we're all hooked up to the zip line. You, you basically get you get attached to it while you're still on the ground, and then you just make your way up to one of the uh, one of the towers and the obstacles that you go through, and you're bringing your your link all the way through with you across the zip line. And then there's about four actual zip lines that you do, you know, traverse large expanses of open space that's way below, including the last way, one. Way below you. I was my my when we were there last year. My eight year old and. Uh, nine-year-old is the word um, did the zipline with my wife and I was very jealous looking at them because the final zipline is about uh, half a mile across a lake with the lake below you I was thinking yeah, they're definitely going to get to the top of this and say no thanks but no not a bother why didn't you do it? I had to mind the four-year-old and then like what's the, it takes about 45 minutes what's the youngest like, that you can I, there's probably a height is there? thing I suspect that'll be controversial now if two out of the three could go and the last one wants to go Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always a bit of a problem. So we've, le- we've lost Dave's audio, by the way, which is... No, it's all right. He's, he's chatting we're, to Catherine we're, we're fixing it She's there. sick of listening to him. It's great that you radio professionals understand what's going on in the background there and we're filling as opposed to drawing attention to it. But well done, lads. Well, Dave's also You've only done your 10,000 hours. watching on YouTube, people are watching Dave looking confused and uh, oh, ripping his headphones ahead. out oh, in disgust. Ahead. A bit of anger coming from Throwing them on the floor. Dave, can't hear us now either, so there's no reaction. Dave's Dave. going to be bringing the uh, black bag in. <laughs> That's right. We'll be going stuff. into it, yeah. All, the, all your go. stuff thrown in the bag. He's not happy. Great fella, though. Good good name for a podcast. Dave, done confused. Tomas has been in touch to say two-year-old and eight-month-old boys. Eight-month-old refuses to sleep any longer than three hours at night and wakes up the two-year-old. The two-year-old then wakes up the eight-month-old. Once he settles, they're like the Legion of Doom from 1990s WWF. <laughs> At what point can I acceptably ask them to move out and get their own place? <laughs> now, where do you live? Because if you live in Dublin, you're screwed, as we've decided previously. Like, yeah, because they're never live going to be forever. Yeah. They're going to be there, like, yeah. fully grown men. I think trying to, like, get them out of the room as a short-term measure. <laughs> the same room. Is that what's happening? They're coming into the bed. I don't, it doesn't say anything about coming into the bed. What, sorry, what ages are they? Two and eight months old. Oh, yeah. The Legion so of Doom all- thing, was that not like a tag to... Yeah, it was, yeah, wrestling. That they're coming into the bed, like? Sorry, have I missed... I don't know. No, there was just tagged... What he means is, so one is awake, and then he's tagging the other one to wake him up. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then they you get settle, it? and the other one wakes him. I'm with you. Yeah. So it's what he's saying, he's in a circle of hell. Mm. 
We've been but there. we don't know if the two kids are in the same bedroom, though, do we? Well, they must be close enough for one of them to be able to wake the other one. Um, yeah. Well, if they're in the same room, maybe they need to be separated just for for a while. Not everybody has the luxury of having your 18-bedroom 18, uh, 18 house, Dave, you know? I'll just stick one of them in the attic <laughs> or the shed. We've a, we've a bit of that going on at the minute. Six, four, one, and they are uh, the one-year-old is probably the better. Actually, no. In fairness, he's, he he wakes up every now and then as well. But there's definitely a bit of tag action going on between the other two. They're just like, and I don't know what to do with it. You're just so tired. It's like it's just you just sleep there. <laughs> I don't care. It's like uh, the best thing to do is for you to go back into your own bed. But the best thing for me right now at this exact moment is if you lying here means that you're going to sleep then let's just go with that but it can often end up that there's often four in the bed occasionally five and <laughs> all the time three <laughs> uh, if, this, if this was three years ago I would have made my own gag there but uh, we've, all matured. Tired. we've all matured we've all matured I was just I just couldn't get that one we've all matured <laughs> slash are oh, petrified to say anything in case it comes back and to what about us. the kids way hey <laughs> oh yeah at least when they get to one is probably still when they get to sort of three you'd, you can sleep a bit better without the fear of I'm going to roll over and smother this child mm, there is that yeah oh yeah but you know like kids at that age they're just all over the place like they don't lie they don't get into the bed and lie down no, and go to sleep sideways every direction yeah so that's fun cheers the light with that well, he's upset at himself that he's no longer allowed to say these things. Uh, I think he I mean this is a safe <laughs> space culture Woke culture there. <laughs> this is a safe space right <laughs> Obviously not. You're looking for a reassurance of that. Not um, coming from me. All right. So uh, we had another one. We had. Uh, have we given Thomas Tomas any advice there? No, I don't have any. Like, if, you, if you have a spare room, get them out of the room. Don't be in the for same a little room. while. Yeah, he's like, still very young. Or, yeah, like eight, the yeah. eight month old is still in a cot in your yeah. room, isn't yeah. he? At that stage. Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 So Ours is still in a cot. Yeah. Oh, in your in your room. Mm, touch and go. Probably out of that. Oh, well, depending. Yes. Depending. Uh, could be out. What the, we would have been kicking them out after six months. Yeah. I think one of them was out after four months. As soon as they're in their own cot, you can get rid of them. Pretty much. But if you need to for a while to bring them back in, move the cot into your room and then like... So like let him go to sleep there and then he can wake up somewhere else. Well, no, he, no, he'll be he'll sleep in there for a couple of weeks. To oh, I thought you were suggesting shift them out again in the middle of the night with the bed and no, then they you wake can't, up and they go. Can't be doing that. Oh, how did can't I get be. here? Well, maybe if you've got to maybe start them in your bed and then move them to the cot when they're asleep later. It's high wire, very risky. The risk of yeah. waking them up. We do that a lot, yeah. It just depends on the kid. You get good at that whole... Yeah. No! Creeping out like a cartoon you open character. Open the door <laughs> yeah. and the door curse like, yeah, I got that. I've, I've blanked all of that from my memory. Mm. Totally forgotten it. Thank Christ. I know. It's active in my house at the minute. I had to get up last night about two o'clock in the morning to go and get a drink of water for one of them. And she was absolutely insistent. Water, I need water, I need water. You know the way, like, the, re- the reasonableness, reasonableness in the middle of the day is bad enough, but in the night time, it's brutal. And she was going on about this, and I thought, okay, well, I'm not going to have any option. I went downstairs, got the water, came back up, fast asleep. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, happy that I could go to sleep myself, but, like, Jesus, just oh, let me stuff. sleep. Uh, and there's no... Maybe tonight you'll leave a glass of water beside the bed for them. Oh, no, we, in fairness, we, we often do that, but we are, which maybe segues nicely into one of the topics that we're going to talk about today. We're trying to get them to stop pissing in the bed. Right. So, um, drinking a gallon of water, which they're <laughs> both prone to do just before they go to sleep, is not ideal. Yeah. 
So we like we've been through sort of weeks on end of uh, you know. So they can they can either obviously have a, a pull up, the nappy effectively yeah. for night time, or you can sort of do the high wire act of go. Okay, we'll try this. And I every single night now I get both of the elder two out whenever I'm going to bed. Bring them out to the toilet. You wake them up. Well, I have it off to a fine art. I bring them out. Um, obviously, you have different challenges. One boy, one girl. The boy will generally piss all over the wall and uh, <laughs> everywhere that's gone. And like as he's fast asleep and I'm going, hold on to your Mickey. Just hold on to your Mickey. <laughs> point it in. Point it into the toilet. Um, and he's really, you know, depending on what state he's in at that point, it doesn't really happen. But to be fair, with both of them, they're sort of in a routine where they'll come out. They will do their business in the toilet or around the toilet and then they'll go back into bed and... They will both. They both seem to understand on some level that this is just a little interlude, and now we'll go back to sleep again. Right. Very rare that they would actually wake up again afterwards. But there's often times where you know I'm going up at anywhere between eleven, twelve, one, and I've missed it. And it's too then, late. Uh, it's too late. That's your fault, then, is it? You've waited too long and had one more glass of wine on Friday yeah. night than you should have. <laughs> or I wake up. I, I I'm at the minute waking up a lot on the couch at like five o'clock in the morning. What? Yeah. Just, you are. Just, right. just, well, I might have had a glass of wine, or there are times that there are plenty of evenings I don't have a glass of wine. I'm just so tired. I wake, I go to sleep <laughs> watching some something or other, and then I wake up at five in the morning. You know the way, like previously, you would have woken up earlier because your body wasn't so absolutely for, desperate for sleep. No, I would never. I would, if I was sitting watching TV, I'd stay sitting up watching TV till five in the morning. But well, you see, I do this thing where I go, gone. oh, I'll just lie down here for a second, and I but I keep watching the TV. Uh, as soon as you want to lie down, it's I'm like, watching The Last of Us, and I'm like, bed. I'll just get another five minutes out of this before I. What time is this? Could be, could be, uh, could be, could be eleven, twelve. Have you, have you got your you sure? your No, I don't. No, six hours. You sleep on your couch for five or six hours. Uh, I have done, yeah, plenty of times. Yeah, not great for the back. No, you're right. It's it isn't good. No, no, it's not. It's not. Is a, your a, wife not going ape shit then when you rock into the bed at five in the morning? <laughs> Why would she be going ape shit? You're waking her up. You're waking her up. Oh, sorry. Why would I wake her up? Because you're getting into bed at five in the morning. But like. No, I don't wake her up. Okay. Why? Why would you want? I mean, I'm saying you're you purposely I'm to word this correctly. Purposely <laughs> wake her up. Previous experience in this territory. No, I just <laughs> she's a deep sleeper. No, no, she's a deep sleeper, no, no, Nathan. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. That's not what I'm saying. Adrian, what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> is, you can get into your Jesus Christ. Nothing's waking up. Right, this is not where we need to go with this danger here. Danger here. I'm just saying, oh, you you're can get in into trouble the bed now, and not wake anybody up, and that's great. <laughs> the noise levels are well. um, it's like white noise. Don't clip any of this. Don't clip. <laughs> no, make no reference to this. Uh, but anyway, no, that's the, we're, we've gone off track now. Um, that's what's happening in my house about trying to get them to go to the jacks and it's yeah and we've been through geez there was a period there for like a couple of weeks where we've gone through it and they were one or the other would have wet the bed at least one of them would have done it uh, uh, every night and sometimes two of them and so you're like it's amazing how um, I don't remember I don't know if you remember when you were kids but if uh, on occasion where you'd have a bit of a leak yourself um, in my house it'd be like you could either sort of go to the other end of the bed or you could just figure it out yourself often you just end up lying there and that'd be it that's another podcast uh, whoa <laughs> um, but now geez, the, the stuff they have is amazing like they have like a little sort of um, damp proof sheet it's some sort of I don't oh, know what yeah. it's made of sheet that you can just they're put down they're warm though aren't they but they don't you don't you would line it and you wouldn't even know there was anything there whereas like I think back in the day it was like a big plastic job. But so they have loads of stuff there that can help you, but at the same time you still have to spend the ten or fifteen minutes 
going through the rigours. And would you not just use the nighttime pants? Well, they have to come off that at some point. Well, when they're ready. Yeah, when is that like? I don't know, but um, like, the, it's. Uh, like as far they're not going to be still pissing themselves when they're 50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, potentially. That's, that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Comes back again in your 20s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At yeah. some point, at some point, they'll start waking up and walking to the toilet themselves in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, does that, do your kids do that? They do, but the problem is, well, one of them still feels the need to inform me first oh. that, fact <laughs> yeah. that he's going to the... All the minor, they like to inform the entire house. Ah, ah, I need to go to the toilet. That's, I don't understand that part. Yeah. What are you telling me for? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, that's, that's great and everything, but I, I didn't really need to know. Congratulations. Just off you go. Yeah, Is and it, then head back yourself. So, so... You, you know, you've been through all this stuff, so what happens? I don't know. You see, I, we're only two episodes back, and I already feel we need some sort of expert or psychologist to figure out how I've forgotten about everything that happened. So I presume, because most kids do, pee in the bed, that this must have happened. But I honestly have no memory of it Can't even be that long ago, like. So I'm fairly sure we just stayed with the nighttime pants until they were dry for a period of time, and that was it. Because it's actually, as far as I know, it's a, it's like a a chemical thing it's not a you're not in control of your own it's just a chemical thing and the chemical literally your body produces the chemical that allows you not to piss yourself Okay, and that it's not like a psychological thing it's not like any of that you can't uh, there are injected like yes they stick it in Calpol there there are drugs there are definitely drugs that you can give if if they get into like too old for for that to happen exactly Um, Jer's right though Adrian you just um have a look in at the night pants mm. in the morning, and if they're bone dry for three, four, five, seven, ten nights in a row, they're ready to rock. Just that, take them off. That's exactly what we've done, and we're still in the same spot. Well, then wait. So, so they go through nights. periods of doing it of and then dryness. not doing it. Yeah, well, everybody does it at their own at their own, own stage. And like we're not, we're not, we aren't in a rush for them to do it. It's just that like they appear as if they're ready. And then obviously they yeah, go through back. a run of yeah. they go on a on a Leeds United and suddenly it's I think you can definitely um like stop drinking at a certain time of the day. But the other side of that is like if they're drinking loads of water, that's really good for them and it's like parents are investing in massively expensive they're bottles. Mad for water. Like, oh, I, I, has, has your kid got one of these bottles no. that smells like Coca Cola or huh? something else? Lemon. What's so the, it was my young lad's birthday recently and he decided he was spending 40 quid of his own money on a water bottle. Yeah. Which I was like, under no circumstances this happening. But apparently he had saved all of his money so shouldn't we allow him at his age to make his own choices? <laughs> apparently. apparently. <laughs> said, said, said a neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> a wise person said this to me and I thought it best to agree. It makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, oh, I, I, I hear the name of it enough I should be able to remember the name. Air up. Air up. Air up. So it's basically a water bottle normal water bottle but you put in this sheet that gives off an aroma of something else it's so like smelly vision right it's he has one that smells of cola so when you're drinking it it smells like you're drinking coke but you're actually just drinking water ah stop and you can buy these little uh, you can get any any flavour you want yeah so the scent goes up your nose, the water goes into your... And apparently uh, the kids all drink loads more water because of it. Oh, yeah. he like We'd have the usual fight of drink some water. No. Just spends all day sipping on this. 40 quid a bop. 40 quid. And the, 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 the sheets are expensive. I presume you have to rebuy uh, them at some stage. On their website now, there's pods. 
You know, I'd say it doesn't smell so much like proper Coca-Cola. It's more like, you know, the Mr. Freeze Cola. Uh, festive favourite five winter edition of tenor for the pods. Strawberry balsamic pods, eight quid. Cherry cola pods, nine quid. How long would they do you for? Guava pods. Uh, I'd say they'll do you for as long as the novelty wears off of ever using it again. 15 litres. <laughs> before they leave it at football it's and it's never seen again. Nothing. No, it's nothing. Jeez, for that price. Probably a month. At that point, before they leave it at football and never use it again, at what point are you justifiably allowed to roar at your children for refusing to take responsibilities for their own stuff? <laughs> David, sounds like you've already reached that point. <laughs> well, I haven't quite yet because I think it's unfair like, to be saying to an eight-year-old, well, you should be looking after all of your own stuff. That's your responsibility. I'm not buying a replacement pair of goalie gloves or shin guards or a mouth guard or whatever it is. But then I'm thinking... When I was eight years old, was I responsible for my own stuff? Pro- most likely not. And was also leaving stuff behind left, right and centre. You want them to understand that money is, uh. you know, finite and that everything can't just be automatically replaced within a couple of days because you're not taking good enough care of it. But, but like, I guess it's up to us still to turn around as you're leaving every ground, every oh park, every pitch. Have you got your shin guards? Have you got your gloves? Uh, Have you got your boots? Have you got your mouth guard? I have a water have bottle you got your drink? club as well. Yeah. There is a bit of that though, isn't there? There's I have turned around to my kids recently and it's happened a couple of times where I've just been about to go, you're acting like a bloody child. <laughs> <laughs> and I realise, oh, wait a second. You're not a baby a anymore. Baby. I know, you're only eight. Uh, but. Yeah, but then I do remember uh, rocking up for my first ever soccer match at under 10 level in Westport. and uh, No boots. My dad going, uh, where's your boots? I'm like, boots. Yeah. At least they generally have the boots on. It's how long it takes them to get the boots oh on and the socks on. And it's like, so the entire weekend is spent with them talking about the soccer match. Mm. Oh, like, what time's the match? Who's, who's on the team? Who are we playing? What have their results been? What we're going to do this, this and this. And then the match is at half ten and we need to be there at ten. So we're leaving at half nine. And at 25 past nine, he's like lying on the couch, not dressed, no breakfast. Like, this was your highlight of your weekend. Now you can't even be bothered. <laughs> where's, the, where's the motivation? My anger levels get very, say, very. This is not a true representation of Nathan's actual tone of voice. <laughs> oh, no, or, the, good or the energy he brings to the conversation no. is, has been somewhat underrepresented. That's, uh, that's, that's a line that has been trotted out to me. All right, the energy I'm bringing. <laughs> 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 Nathan, I think you're bringing a lot of a lot of energy. Good vibes here. Good. I didn't say good vibes by the sounds of it. But. Most of our weekends are spent uh, guiltily changing the teamer from accepted to rejected and coming up with a reason that's like close enough to the truth you know you're like the worst the, people you don't need like, to be putting a reason into teamer you kind of do it's, you it's, do it's, you do poor, poor Nathan laying out the cones there and then that's, and then nah. you are that per- you're that parent yeah he's that guy oh well, my uh, god listen like, how, how often <laughs> like everybody's <laughs> kid can be sick obviously and you know we'd everybody the weekend sick, they're sick we'd, we'd much prefer the sick children to stay at home than coming along and spreading it to well, everybody else yeah. uh, but if it's the same child who's just you know last minute you've got your teams picked it's all set up it's rather frustrating so it is I'd say it is yeah can you imagine and then add in, yeah, add in the parents there that don't respond on teamer at all mm. and then their kid rocks up five <laughs> minutes before the game to start and that kid is not on any team because he wasn't assigned a team. I, can't I presume, believe- Dave, you take the hardcore, well, you're not in today, son, so... It definitely got into, I'm talking to somebody tone there, didn't that's right, I? That's like, right. It's like, I'm going to leave I, you out this week just so you learn your lesson. I'm talking to Jer. 
Oh, Claire be... is that parent. No, we always reply. <laughs> Replying at 20 past nine ahead of a night. No, 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 no. And no, changing no. from accept to decline is not good enough. When you wake up with a hangover, you're like, oh, shit, I can't do this today. <laughs> I mean, I would actually put in hungover as like the reason, but uh, that wasn't, it's not never been the case. <laughs> Tusla or uh, <laughs> I meant me, I meant me. <laughs> you have a new sponsor this week. <laughs> if you're in danger... Signal now. <laughs> uh, right. What was that? Was there another one? Well, I don't know if we quite. You haven't quite given me any. No, we haven't yeah, given yeah. Advice. You're, you're unhappy. Well, you told me to do what I've the done already, and keep sticking with them. Like they have invented these things for a reason. Yeah, and also, but the thing is, you see, they actually the two of them are sort of they want to. They don't want to wear the pull-ups anymore either. Even though slightly counterintuitive, obviously, but that's where we're at. Anyway, thanks for that. You've been no help. Be, be patient. Hearing. Read some, get some science experts, not us. Maybe, maybe uh, they're waking up because they're wondering why their father hasn't gone to bed. <laughs> there he is downstairs watching The Last of Us again. Yeah, Zombies. suddenly like a, you know, asleep and the bloody noise of the TV. Yeah, yeah no, that's possible. They couldn't rule it out. Okay, and then one more. This one's from uh, a suggestion from Dave. He says he finds himself often dreading the day the lads don't need the hand-holding, the bedtime story, or don't want to be tucked in, or want to kick the ball around with you, or even chat to you. Wow. Yes. Got bleak pretty quick. You need to take up golf, right? With them. That's the only... Or fishing, or something that they're, you're, they're forced to do for a long time. Mm. So they can... So, drag them to do something that they've no interest in. Well, you need to get them into it. No, it's not. There will when this period of life that I'm thinking about, there will still be. I'll still be coaching them, and um, we'll still be walking to school together. Maybe we'll walk to school together. I won't be on the agenda anymore because they'll probably want to go on their own. But I'll still be spending time with them and everything. But I'm talking about the stuff that, you know. I, one night I was going up to bed after, long after they were in bed, and I kind of went in and watched them for a couple of minutes. And you're thinking, aren't they just gorgeous? And then you're thinking. That, like in a couple of years time there just won't be any of that mm. and how much you enjoyed in the bedtime story a couple of years time there won't be any of that or if you're walking down the street and my even my eight-year-old will sometimes slip his hand into mine and you're thinking to yourself at some point when he puts his hand in yours that'll be the last time that that ever happens and it, it, there, it's it's something that i really don't want to end so it's not like it's that period of time between where they are now at six and eight, and empty nest syndrome when they're they've left completely. Although, as you guys keep saying, we live in Dublin, so that may never happen. But you, the days we, we, I'll always remember those days where they did need to be tucked in and have the, the bedtime story read. And you know, they come roar, if they fall and scrape their knee, they come sprinting over to you. Where a couple of years time they'll fall and scrape their knee, they'll, they'll just shrug it off. They have absolutely no interest in telling you about it. You, so I'm taken from this wall of silence. And complete lack of response. That this is not a thought. Have your moment, that has ever Dave. I was going mind. to put the. Uh, I think that's Tommy, beautiful. I put the Tommy Tiernan on the bus and Father Ted Radiohead exit music for a film <laughs> just behind it. I think that's beautiful. Oh, to the that's why. That's I, I'm happy for you to but keep a, going. It's there, a thing, isn't it? You put but do you not get repl- does it not get replaced with something new all the time? That something different. You get a different buzz out of. But the fact that it's different, the very nature of the fact that it's not hand holding and the stuff that you, I definitely there's a there's definitely. Um, sadness about that uh, I think that um, 
your the teenage years are supposed to be pretty bleak. We we made reference to this last <laughs> week. That like uh, that's it. No, you're right, Dave. It's uh, like, this podcast is going to hit a, a second <laughs> second high in about five years' time when like the four of us are just like, oh my god. There's a, oh my child does listen to this podcast. There's a light at the end of that tunnel, but it's train teenage years train coming towards you, and it is going to absolutely tear you apart which will make you long for these days even yeah. more mm. yeah exactly yeah. you you put in a piece from A.A. Gill but you should know you should be aware that you can't be prepared for it nothing prepares you but you shouldn't be surprised the funny and sad thing is that the time when it's easiest to say it when there is the greatest paternal emotion when it's most obvious and strong you never remember those first years when you can't blow your own nose when your father picked you up and rocked you and watched you speechlessly as you slept are blank later as you grow up the relationship is muddled with practicality, with the resentment and the accidents, with the dull rigmarole of discipline and bedtimes and homework, inappropriate behaviour. Yeah, I mean, that's beautifully written and it just sums it up. Like the time when you are at your most devoted as a dad is when your only reason for existing is to keep them existing. And everything else just is so insignificant. You're not worrying about school runs and lunches and uh, have, have you got your goalkeeper's gloves and your shin guards and your mouth guard and why have you lost your water bottle again? And you think I'm going to replace those bloody football boots for the third time? Um, no, you can't play the, the Nintendo Switch for a second hour. Whereas in those days, you are literally there to make sure that they stay alive. And you're, you stare at them when they're sleeping breathlessly going, God, they're just so amazing. And it's like we've all held the mirror above their mouths when they're in bed, when they're very young, to make sure that they're you're catching their breath against the uh, against the mirror to make sure that everything's okay. Like, when can you ever be more dedicated as a dad than you are then? Because you're not distracted by anything. I don't know. Uh, maybe... Maybe you, you are never as as dedicated again, but as Nathan says, it turns into something else. And you've just got to find things to do with them that they're interested in. And if that means understanding fucking Minecraft, then tough shit. <laughs> That's the tough part. That's, well, so I, I go to, uh, to Rovers with my kids and I was starting to get really annoyed at the amount of shit they wanted at the game. So it was like, I want a bottle of Fanta and I want a bottle of Coke. And I'm like... Half eight on a Friday night. You're not having a bloody bottle of Fanta. My wife's like, but like, if they really want to go to the games because they're getting their bottle of Fanta, mm. bottle of Coke, like, they don't want to go every week. Like, they're not at a stage where they want to watch a full night. I think we should football. replace you with your wife. To be honest with you, it's the <laughs> most better. common sense yeah. that has been spoken. I think it's. I think it's clear. She just. Uh, sends, She's a better you know. human being. Oh well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But that's the that's the thing. Like say with you know play golf with them. It's how do you find a way of. Yeah. getting them into that that keeps them with it and it's not when they're 14 that you're just dragging them out yeah. and they resent you which well that's going to happen anyway but for those four hours on oh, a Saturday maybe yeah. they won't resent you yeah maybe maybe try nine holes instead of the, the <laughs> full 18 <laughs> yeah. uh, or crazy golf like do you look for appreciation I guess the appreciation at that age when you know you're talking what zero to three there Appreciation is just the... Uh, what do you mean? From the kids? From the kids. That, for them to be appreciative of you. Yeah. Do you expect your kids to be appreciative of you? Uh, you expect it. You just, in my experience, <laughs> you just never, it never turns up. Um, but I, it's, I, find it, I find it a privilege to be um, in a position to be able to do all these things that we're talking about. Mm. 
like it's such an honour to be able to be like involved in trying to shape tiny little human beings like that that need you to show them every single step of the way. I mean, in fairness, Gen- though, genuinely, right? Well, now, now I'm not saying I'm not saying I feel like this all the time, but when I step back a little bit, when I'm not falling asleep in the couch at five o'clock, that I do, I do genuinely. I'm not. That's not a. There was no know, qualification for it, though. You just, you know, no qualification. <laughs> no. I mean, if I could do it, it's, uh, anyway. But so there is that element to it. But um, there's also the like stuff that Dave is talking about. There, obviously, been small kids, and you're all further down the track than I am. But you know, even in terms of your own, Dave sort of said something very interesting there. Many very interesting things, but one particularly about like how devoted or dedicated you are to you know you're keeping them alive. You're looking after their sport. You're looking after the kid. Like everything you do is looking after them. So at some point, that transitions into, like, you'll be doing a little bit less, and a little bit less, and a little bit less. And after 20 years... Like, it's mute him there. Yeah, yeah, we can't. It's too late. After, um, <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. After 20 years, uh, who are you at that point? Oh, he's back. Uh, hello, Dave, you're back. No, he's not talking back. No, you're back. Because my, la- my laptop is about to lose juice, so... Adrian Barry's just given the most... I've got an extensential... Uh, existential. ...that we've ever had in All you'll hear in the podcast is... <laughs> <laughs> Dave, Dave getting up in protest and, and pissing off. Highly unprofessional. The, the, I just don't que- run out laptop battery before we're, we're done. The question I have at the end of all of that is, after like 18, 20 years, who are you even at the end of that? Because suddenly you emerge from all of that situation where your kids, like, head off, they go to college, they go work and whatever they do... And you're suddenly going, well, I've just, the last 20 years of my life, I've poured every sinew of my being into you. And now I'm not even, I, I'm, I definitely have been thinking like, like, you know, you know, because you're, I'm sort of still sort of six years from uh, not having any kids at all. As in six years ago, I had no kids at all. And so I can still a little bit remember what life used to be like and how, you know, I used to have a life. And then I sort of think forward another 18, 20 years from here and think... You know, how do you, uh, I don't know, in terms of relationships and yourself and it's a very deep question, is it? How do you uh, prevent yourself from becoming... Well, at that point, I can easily uh, see how you just become a meltdown. Husk. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, suddenly I don't, You're I'm not off to... emptiness syndrome while you have it. I'm not, I'm not having it at the minute. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not having it. You are, it. though. You're I'm having look, a little I'm bit of it. I'm looking forward to it in yeah. some ways, but... Um, You're casting your mind forward and living in, in that future as opposed yeah. to very difficult not to of do that. Of course I do think. Yeah. That'd be... Well, that's by living in Dublin, they're never going to leave you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, don't need to worry about it. You'll be, it'll be like this until your dying yeah, day. Climate change. <laughs> but you're just you're, you just play a different role then, which will yeah. stumble across. You're still a, you're still their dad, and they'll still need you. Probably only mainly for money, and that's probably pretty much it. But I mean, it's, I guess that's a question for any of us or any of our listeners that are looking up in their forties to still have their dads around. Ask them. So. Like, what was it like when we all kind of fled the nest and suddenly you did realise after 20 years of pretty much where the either the first or second thought for every minute of your waking hours during the day was something to do with your kids? Mm. What was it like when that was suddenly, maybe it was a sense of freedom. Here we go again. I don't have to be at their beck and hall all the time for the first time since, you know. What age were you when you moved out of, out of, out of home? Uh, 17. Yeah. I'd, I'd gone 18 yeah but we're we're, but, yeah. we're from the country so Dave, we had to Dave's going to go 28 <laughs> <laughs> not, not a million pounds, 28 I can tell you I was in my mid 20s but um, with that that's so far away like my, my if, if my eldest is still living here when he's 20 if my youngest is still living with us when he's 26 I mean that's 
21 years away. So I, uh, it's not like something we need. My eldest moving out in six years. That's mad. It's, it's 17. Yeah. Yeah. A fair bit of grown up Dad to do. So between. responsible when I <laughs> seventeen. He won't be up on YouTube at like a <laughs> yeah. Justin Bieber concert, taking his uh, shoes off, whatever you were doing. <laughs> taking your t-shirt off. off. <laughs> other people were taking other things off, and I can tell you, there was no shoes involved. <laughs> well, I, I, I would be interested for any of our listeners that are out through that and have the experience of what it's like for their kids who they have devoted their time to that no longer need to hold your hand crossing the road and no longer want a bedtime story and pretty much don't want to spend any time with you. What what has it been like for them? And has it been replaced by something equally as special in their relationship with their children or is there a void? I don't... Obviously, everyone's experience will be different, but... Yeah, but I, I think that everybody, all the messages we got from the start was... This is a blink. Enjoy it. These are the best times. That passes so soon, and like I don't, I, it can't be the same because you're, you, they're no longer dependent, and that's the whole point. Like, I think aren't we hardwired a little bit to love the dependency because it makes us feel great and it makes us feel more important, and we're the center of the universe. And then that whole thing about uh, Oedipus having to kill the f- father, essentially, like that's they have to move on from us, and that's when you're actually you've done a good job when. They don't need to come back to you all the time. So you just try and at some point have some kind of relationship with them that is friendly and interested and involved. And that's it. That's the best you can hope for. Mm. Anything other than that, like we've talked about that before, it's a little bit too much, you know? Anyway. I, I uh, took me took me a long time to figure out. You know the way you just view your and I and I think about this in the context of the conversation we're having having just now. Like I never thought about my parents as actual people. <laughs> do, you, do you have anybody else have that? Yeah, like, I just thought you were just parents. That's all you <laughs> yeah, came in yeah. here to do. <laughs> like that. That was it. Start and end of it. I know you had some other shit going on, but that was kind of it. And I presume that our kids will have the same experience. You're just a, I mean, just, but you're just a parent. Come on. Yeah. Do you know what'd be nice? If, as a bit of correspondence every week, somebody who has teenagers sent us, a, oh yeah, sent us a nice letter of advice from the future. How, advice from the future of like actually, I'm getting on all right with my fourteen or fifteen year old, and here's how I'm doing it. Or it's gone to shit. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to hear about any of that because like that's coming. I just want to hear the actually. Maybe it won't be that bad. Yeah. That's your challenge, uh, Team Dadcast. Should you choose to accept it, <laughs> no correspondence. Email dadcast at offtheball dot com. We do seem to have a lot of people getting in contact saying, oh, "I haven't, I haven't, I've just become a parent. I'm about to become a parent, and they're jumping aboard sort of early doors," which suggests that, like, if that's the profile, people are not necessarily like listening to a lot of us and like uh, you know continuing the journey. They're like, "Oh my god." These guys are idiots. Well, a reminder <laughs> that... Uh, exactly. Uh, Dadcast is in partnership with Nivea Men. Want to feel great in your skin? Nivea Men has you covered from sensitive, tailored skincare to cleansing and anti-age. Try Ireland's number one men's skincare brand. And we're very grateful to them for uh, bringing Dadcast back. Um, but that is our lot for this week. Then. Any final Jay Springer-style thoughts? I think I've been as uh, giving as I'm prepared to be for, uh, for this week. Dave, good stuff, even if you did ruin it with your microphone. Yeah, tried my best to ruin it with not just uh, my poor microphone, but also my melancholic, nostalgic, sadness-inducing murmurings. Enjoy these last few moments that you had them. <laughs> and you've just come back from Centre Parks, Dave. This is a time of great joy. <laughs> yeah, look, it was a time of great joy. It was amazing. And um, 
they they wanted me to be on all of those rides with them and they wanted me to be to go down the rapids for the 287th time and i wanted to go down on the for the 287th time although if you've got a back problem a neck problem something like that (laughs) you're getting absolutely hammered on the way down there my hip when I came back, <laughs> I, my, my two lads, I'm not lying. We went back the second we were there, the second time in the evening at about half seven for another hour and 45 minutes where all they did was a loop of the rapids again and again and again. In the pool? And you get, a, not the pool, the oh. rap, so the rapids is like this, it's a fairly rapid downhill descent with a lot of bumps along the way and you get absolutely, you're not holding on to it and you're just in the water. <laughs> it's so right. it's like white, wa- white water rafting without the raft. Yeah, and all you're right. just throwing off everything. And, but oh it's amazing. It wasn't the lads that just did <laughs> the loop for an hour and a half. Oh, I, just, <laughs> well, I, was, uh, I have to, to keep do. going. I don't know else to do. Uh, yeah. There's no bar oh. in the swimming pool. Right. Oh, there is actually. Class. Is there a bar in the swimming pool? <laughs> there is a bar in the swimming pool. Oh, no, but it's shut. I think the bar shuts at about six o'clock. Okay, just for people like you. To get flaming before that. <laughs> Anyways, we could Second all time around. And, uh, give it a great review. There you go. Right, we'll see you next week. Dadcasts at offthewall.com. Cheers, folks. Dad Pod. Well, this is a video thing as well. What have a name? Podcast. Oh, midlife crisis. Howdy, daddy. Mm. Midlife crisis. <laughs> Dadcast. That's not bad, actually. Dadcast with Nivea Men. Try Ireland's number one skincare brand.